Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Tanya. Hey, Kat. How are you? I'm doing great. I am, my phone is blowing up as usual. Why does, why does no one message us until we start recording the podcast? <laughs> then we are the most popular people on the planet. Everyone loves us. Just loves us. Yeah, now's the time. Mm-hmm. So how are things in your little piece of the world? Good. I feel like today has been a weird ass filled with weird ass things. <laughs> And shall I start with the lovely Christmas gift that you gave me? That yes. you that when I opened it. <laughs> yeah. Seemed- tell the story. Tell the story. <laughs> so here I get a package in the mail and I open up the package and it's this cute little wooden elephant ornament. And I John's like, Why are you looking at that so funny? And I'm like, I didn't order this. And I'm looking at the package and I'm like, I don't see who it's from. And but I was like, it's really cute and so here I brought it downstairs and set it on my desk back here where all my cute things are on my desk and then next day I'm talking to you and you say something like hey Tanya have you gotten a gift and I was like well (laughs) actually and so here I pick up this cute little said elephant and you're like oh my gosh how did it get there in one day (laughs) how did it get there so quick and I'm like I don't know but here it is and so and that would have been um when when did we have that conversation um that was yesterday when I had did a Reiki session. Okay. So, and so I would have received it on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, okay. So we had had that session and then now this morning, so segue to Tuesday. So Sunday, Monday with you. Then this morning I am at the hospital with my mom who's having ultrasounds done on her carotids and my phone, I'm getting messages from Jennifer who is in, uh, where is she? Uh, she's in Brazil, I think. Oh, yeah. She's in Brazil. (laughs) And she's sending me pictures of the waterfalls. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's beautiful. How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I'm great. Did you get my present yet? And I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. And she's (laughs) like, it's a cute little wooden elephant. And I'm like, what? So it also explains why you, because when I was talking to Jen, I'm like, I don't know yet. And she's like, well, it should have been there by now. Right. Yeah. Whereas you on the flip are like, well, that's crazy because it came so quick. Yeah. <laughs> Like in in like eight hours. (laughs) Right. But here's my phenomena is how is it that my best friend in Florida and my best friend in Tennessee can both buy me the exact same present from the exact same company? Uh, The company that's in Texas. (laughs) On the exact same holiday. Yeah. It's very weird. I think maybe we all needed to hear that. and Maybe you needed to know you had a circle surrounding you all the time too so there you go it it, I feel surrounded I feel (laughs) 
I feel like something is happening. And it's interesting because I have been doing a lot of heavy praying and raking for all of the people in my life, yourself included, Mm -hmm. Jennifer, my mom, some of the other people at the studio, because I just feel like there's a lot of really heavy stuff going on right now. And I was trying and I was like literally in one of my reikis reaching out to my spirit guides and I'm like, I need your help. Like you have, I need your help. And I'm like, I don't need it for me. I need it for my friends. Like you mm-hmm. have, please do what you can. Like run around heaven or wherever it is and find their guides and yeah. tell them they need to check in with you. You know, like I was, mm-hmm. I was trying to do some mass work. Do you have the little poem that came with it handy that you could read to our listeners so they can uh, see what? I don't. It's absurd. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? I think I have it. I have it right here. Do you want me to read it to them so they'll know what we're talking about? So this is from a fabulous little company in Texas. It's called The Story of Love and Loyalty. And so this wooden elephant is just lovely. It's very abstract. It's real pretty. This is the little card that comes with it. In the wild, female elephants are known as fierce protectors. And when one of their sisters is suffering, they circle up around her. They close in tight, watch guard, and even kick dust around her to mask her vulnerable scent predators. And yet, we are the same. This is who we are and who we are meant to be for each other. Sometimes we're the ones in the middle. Sometimes we're the ones kicking up the dust with fierce, fierce love. But the circle remains. Thank you for being my elephant. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And it was funny because as I had been texting Jennifer this morning, I had said the weirdest thing and I told her the reverse story about how you had been asking about the present. And she says, oh, that's crazy, like with a heart emoji. And then she says, you are a good elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there you go. So random, very yeah. random. Yeah. So right now you're the fierce protector elephant, but sometimes you've been in the middle too. So we, it is, I love the little analogy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's great. It's awesome. I know my mom. Mom's like, well, what's the significance of an elephant? I was like, what? <laughs> we can't be friends. <laughs> like Ganesh, the beautiful elephants, like all over elephants. Come on. Yeah. Yep. And you got elephants. How many elephants am I looking at now? I see two for sure, but I bet there's another little one or two over there on the sides. Yeah, there's some yeah. over there. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, this one. And yeah. Okay. So anyway. You know, and for our listeners, if you ever buy an elephant, you want to make sure the trunk is up instead of down. Because if the trunk is up, it's good wealth. Uh, good luck. There is even discussion about if they are have a, if they have a foot lifted. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah. And if they have a broken tusk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's significance to all of the artwork. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, I just think it's so phenomenal that out of the good Jillions of Christmas gifts that could have been purchased <laughs> that that the two of you landed on the same thing. Yeah. I, I can't even explain the weirdness that's going on in my head right now. You know, it when I saw that company, and I don't even remember how I saw it, but I was searching for, and I was talking about wanting to find some meaningful gift for you. And I was searching, I was talking, talking to myself, and I'm looking, and I'm trying to think of search words. So I assume, you know, Apple heard me and started feeding <laughs> a company. He said, I don't know. When I saw that company, I just loved it. And it's the Festive Farm Company. They don't have tons of things, but everything on there 
is a meaningful thing. You know, I kept trying to think of something meaningful to get you. I wanted something. And so I always think immediately of jewelry, but I was like, I don't want to get her jewelry. She's got more jewelry than anyone could possibly wear. So I wanted something else. And when I saw that, I was like, you know, you could put that hanging from your lamp on your desk so you can look at it or hang it on a window that you see. Um, So it, it was something that I thought I would love. And so I thought, well, if I would love it, I know Tanya would love it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I do. And I love it even more. The fact that two of the greatest powers in my life between you and Jennifer mm-hmm. landed on the same gift. Like it, I just, my, my heart is, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Well. And I, there's, there's a lot to be said. I know that we recently had talked about how hard the holidays could be. And, you know, this episode is going to air after the new year. I'm sure that there's a lot of people who listen to the podcast, a lot of people that we know and run into who are suffering and or feeling like they don't have that circle. And like, how critical it is you and I both can say undoubtedly how many times each of us have stepped up when we needed support Mm -hmm. or an ear or I just need to yell about Jim Bob Joe or whoever it is right Mm -hmm. and or cry about whatever it was that was going on and even though you and I aren't side by side and we're not in the same state I know that if I need you you will come to me and maybe it's mm-hmm. not maybe it's not right that instant but the minute you can you will yep. be there mm-hmm. absolutely and you know I was talking to someone today I was telling them about my three best friends and we were talking about just different things and I, it, this person said I don't really have any friends And I said, sure you do. She said, I really don't. I don't nurture friendships. I want to, but I just don't make the time and I don't make it a priority, but I wish I did. And it got me thinking about that because it's, you really have to work to create friendships. I mean, you and I just started having wine, you know, uh, FaceTiming and having wine and just talking about our studio stuff. And we developed a friendship because we trusted each other and we knew that we could bounce ideas off of each other. That's the exact thing, though, is that we had no pretense to it. Like, Mm -hmm. neither of us were in need of anything from each other. So it wasn't like, oh, I'll do this because I need X, Y, Z from you. Right. There was no need for any of that. There was no competition. There wasn't, there was no comparison. If anything, we just became each other's very good cheerleaders. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was it was a value because both of us were able to take something from our relationship without even knowing that when we went into the relationship that that's what we were going to be getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We didn't no. go in with the intention of getting something out of it, I guess mm-hmm. is maybe what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know, I always admire people that say, oh, you know, I've had this friend group since elementary school. You know, Edward has um, some high school friends that he gets together with regularly. He has been 
been friends with since since elementary school. And a lot of those women are really, really close, but I don't think that's the norm. I think people get that you have to be a friend to have friends. And, you know, I I think I was really bad at it for a long time because my dad was military and then my ex-husband was military and I had great friends when we lived in one place. But as soon as we moved, I did not stay in touch with them. And I have this one friend, Nan, that we had kids together and we lived together. I mean, lived in the same town for five years when we were young adults. And she made the effort always stay in touch with me. And she taught me just by her doing that. She taught me how to be a friend. And I, because I, you know, I ne- it wasn't that I was rude or anything. I just didn't know how to be a friend. It's like you move, you move on. I just never dawned on me to stay in touch. And so for those people out there that might be listening and think, I wish I had a best friend, you can, you know, find people that you have things in common with, that you enjoy their energy and, you know, make a, make a point of doing something. You don't have to start a podcast, but if you do, let Tanya and I know, we'll listen. But... But, you know, there there are ways that you can go out, join groups, join clubs, you know, go to yoga studios, take trainings, do different things that you're interested in, and you'll find people that have similar interests. Yeah. And it really is phenomenal, like what you just said about simply just reaching out. And I know you and I both can say, it's funny, but the most random time you'll be like, hey, Tanya, how are you? And I'll be like, well, funny that you asked, <laughs> right? Because it's like, divine timing or whatever it is or that we just feel each other and and maybe it's not anything maybe it is just purely coincidence although I don't believe in that but Mm, I don't either and you think about the quality relationships that you have in life and it really is fantastic to know there are no expectations and so everything that happens between you happens out of pure love and friendship right and and it's it's easy it doesn't have to be work and it's funny how over the years i know i've heard it a thousand times like tanya if it's work it's not right right if you have to work that hard at it it's not right if you're feeling like you're not being seen it's not right you know like you can go down the whole list of 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 feelings that you've had in relationships that you were either trying to save or salvage or do all the things that you thought were necessary to keep that relationship and and not realizing how it wasn't the right relationship at all. All of us, every one of us, you, me, and all of our listeners, I'm sure can say, oh yeah, I can list you one, two, three, four relationships mm-hmm. where I was doing everything I could. And it literally took a two by four for me to realize, yep, I'm done. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to invest yeah. anymore. And, you know, and it's hard to step back and assess that because especially if it's someone that is in your family or someone that is very close you know just because you've known them for a long time it's hard to do that but sometimes you do just have to step back and go you know what maybe they need their space I need my space and I'll always still be there to support you. But maybe, maybe, maybe we don't go have coffee every week. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and part of it is 
you know, maybe when you're not getting equal out of it, that it is a sign that either your behavior needs to change or their behavior needs mm-hmm. to change, but something needs to change. And if you're feeling depleted, and I, I say this in, in the Reiki room all the time, I'm like, if you're feeling this way, you understand that something isn't equal. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving more than you're getting back and you're feeling depleted, this is not a healthy, even exchange. And you know, I'm not talking about to-do lists or chores or even the likes. I'm just talking about that emotional exchange. And if maybe you're giving more than 50% in a positive way, but you also could be giving more than 50% in a negative way, and you're always pulling them out of a positive place because, you know, you're... I, That's I your love, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Your, your pity party needs company, right? Or whatever it is. I guess my point in all of it is, is, you know, just really recognizing where that even line of exchange exchange of energy is. And then also being super mindful that there shouldn't be discomfort in the relationship. And if there's discomfort in the relationship, you need to get to the root of what the discomfort is and why it's there. Mm-hmm. And then, and then truly assess, is this relationship valuable enough for me to fight for it? Or is it, you know, time for me to press on to something different? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are so many studies out there and but there's a lot of research and you can look at just look up friendships, friendships and books and the value of that. But one thing uh, is important is to have some friendships. If you find some that are negative or they are kind of energy suckers for you, and that may not be the pot, may not be the one that you need to be spending the time and the energy on. But they there have been a lot of studies that have shown that if you have a good social uh, outlet, good social relationships, that helps with all kinds of issues with depression, with anxiety, with um, early onset uh, Alzheimer's, with dementia, with a myriad of things. And it just makes you feel better. It boosts your mood. You know, that's one thing that we both do at our yoga studios is we try to create a community of people that maybe they don't have any best friends. But when they come to the the studio, they find people that have like interests that they do maybe develop relationships with. But it is important to have relationships with other humans. We weren't meant to be solitary people. No. And and it's interesting that you brought that up because as Kristen and I, Kristen is the uh, owner of the crystal shop in the front of the studio now. She and I decided to sit down and do a crystal grid to set an intention for 2024. And a big component of that intention was community because there are so many people who are struggling, whether it is post-COVID traumatic stress disorder, so PCSTC or whatever we want to call it. Um, But in general, it's just there's a need and you had a originally talked about the lovely elephant and the circle, right? Mm -hmm. And how the symbolism of a circle is in terms of the that community feel. And I just want to specify that the circle you and I are talking about is a permeable circle. It is not what's inside the circle stays in the circle and what's outside the circle stays out the circle. Mm -hmm. But that's not how my heart 
works. I feel very attached to the fact that I will be anyone's friend if you are willing and desire a friend, right? Mm -hmm. And it, it comes to my attention that the first thing I said when my mom sitting at the table, we were talking about the craziness of these two wooden elephants showing up on my house. And she's like, well, what's the significance of an elephant? And I was like, loyalty. That's that's literally, if you look up an elephant, what does an elephant mean? <laughs> Lo- loyalty is it. Yeah. And, and it was really funny to me because then you brought up words like trustworthy, honest, good listener. If you actually look at the top 10 qualities of being a good friend is loyalty, honesty, empathy, respect, trustworthiness, non-judgmental, dependability, support, a good listener, and humor, Mm -hmm. right? And we laugh together. All the time. We laugh a lot together. Mm -hmm. We laugh a lot together. Especially when our technology doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Or or other things. (laughs) We won't talk about the other things. (laughs) But I also think it's important to mention the whole empathy piece because I know that we've had the discussion about empath and Tanya's language of not liking the term empath any more than I like the term narcissist because empath and narcissism on the clinical level can be very, very dangerous. And I also think on the flip that both of them are behaviors, chosen behaviors, Mm -hmm. and you can choose to be narcissistic or behave narcissistically. I think I made that word up or not. Who knows? But... (laughs) The same with empathy. It is actually our job to be empathetic with people and to be mindful of their emotions. And I 1000%, you know, working with energy now more than I ever have in the last five years have have really heightened my senses of being empathetic to people and then also being mindful of is this something that I should be empathetic to or do I need to guide them to the people in their lives who need to do that job for them, right? Because it's not my job to be empathetic to all of the people in the world. I will break, you know, but at the same time, it is a very important healing tool to be able to say, yeah, I 100% hear what you're saying and I value it and I'm sorry this is happening to you or I'm happy this is happening to you. But likewise, it's also, I would love for you to figure out who the people in your circle are if I'm not that person and let's figure out how to fill your cup back up. I agree. I like that. Because your friends should be filling your cup up as much as you're filling their cups up. Yep. Not emptying it out and then asking for a refill. Yeah. Mm. Thousand percent. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where you don't even realize that as your cup is getting filled, you're filling the other cup. Like you don't even, when it is a healthy friendship, you don't even have to think about it that way. Because when I fill your cup, my cup gets filled. Mm-hmm. And likewise, I'm sure it's the same for you. Yep. And that's the way it should be with friendships. And I think it's kind of also something that we should bring up. But haha, Kat, what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about friendships and the importance of friendships, even though it was supposed to be yoga sequencing, but it turned into friendships. And it probably was a hell of a good episode. <laughs> so here's what I got to say, friends. <laughs> 
If you are looking or in need of a shoulder and you are willing to do the work, you let Kat or I know because we will always be open and helpful and willing to share an ear, lend an ear, lend a shoulder, whatever you need. Just let us know. Absolutely. And you know, I would love it if you guys would let us know what you think about this episode in particular, because this was absolutely no preparation at all. This is just how Tanya and I talk to each other. Such nerds. (laughs) Okay. And so that's how that's going to go. That was hilarious. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.